1: What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond Beyond the the Void
0: void. Horror Podcast.
1: That's right. We're back for episode 181, and today we're going to be talking about movies with children who have mind powers.
0: You're out of control.
1: (laughs) That's how I always think of it is like (laughs) when I hear mind powers, you know, because it's like, ooh, so seriously, it's like, you know, the way I look at it, Christina, we got, we're going to be talking about two movies today that involve children that somehow have powers beyond their abilities of the natural, you know, supernatural stuff. Two little girls. Yeah. Two little girls. Uh, two separate movies, of course. One of them being...
0: Kathy's Curse from 1977.
1: And The Child from 1977. So both of these movies, it's weird because last week we watched all these, other, you know, we watched the non exploitation movies. And one of the movies had a girl with mind powers. Right. <laughs> it's like, so every well, little breadcrumb leads to another.
0: That's. M- that's you know, how we found out about Kathy's Curse. Right.
1: Like We were looking for, like, So Bad It's Good films to watch this week, and we were really going to do something newer, like, in the 2020 section, but I don't know. We just were, like, in the mood to watch something silly, I guess, and decided to do it. We ended up ordering Kathy's Curse, so we were like, fuck it, let's... Like, Might I, as well. Yeah, we rolled the dice.
0: But this has got to be it. We <laughs> need to go, you know, into at least, you know, the years I where we were born. I know, I
1: know. I know and and, you know the thing is though is I I just found this whole appreciation for 1970s films because 70s films like I've seen a lot don't get me wrong like we've seen more than most right but I haven't really gone down that rabbit hole and just, like, watched a ton of 70s films. So, and and there is a lot of really wild, crazy shit in that fucking era. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, there's some really cool stuff that right. I haven't seen, and I feel like I really wouldn't be a good horror fan, quote-unquote, unless I actually gave respect to that, the 60s, the 50s, and so on. I don't know if I want to go back to the 20s. You know, there's people who are really into horror that, like, go way back in the beginning. It's interesting. Oof. I love reading about it, but I don't know if I want to review like silent
0: films. (laughs) Right. right. I feel the same way.
1: And of course, we're in another week of quarantine. Christina and I have been, uh, you know, not doing it because we're being told, by the way, we're doing it because we want to be safe.
0: Right. I don't want to get sick.
1: Right. She's immunocompromised. I'm probably diabetic. (laughs) And I just don't, and I don't have, uh, I don't spend money on doctors, apparently.
0: But the just being homes, it's catching up to me. It's driving me insane.
1: It is. Like, yeah. I, well, everybody is. You know, they're tired of it. Now they're coming up with excuses why to go out in the fucking public and rub Corona all over their mouths.
0: <laughs> I gotta tell you one thing, though. I'm really glad I didn't buy Rage Against the Machine tickets.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Because they're raging against the price.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, it got canceled. A lot so. of
1: jokes are coming out about that. They're like, oh, Rage Against the Machine tickets are $750. Better rage against the corporate machine. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, personally, I don't subscribe to a lot of the weird, crazy theories that are out there. Um, I think that people should be safe. That's just my personal personal opinion. Uh, respected or not doesn't matter to me. I just want people that I care about to survive and be safe. I know it's not a flesh-eating bacteria that's killing 97% of the population, but if there's a lot of people that are dying, I would try to, try to curb that as much as we can, and I hope that you guys are being safe out there. And, you know, we're all bored. We don't want to be in quarantine even those of us who have never left the house in a year anyway we still like to have the option i think right right i mean you've been cooped up you hate it
0: i hate it well it well and at least i had that option of going to my workplace right i don't even have that anymore
1: right well now they're probably going to make her work from home pretty much indefinitely throughout this year. Mm-hmm. So, which is good, but you hate it. I
0: hate it. <laughs>
1: so, yeah. And, and my heart goes out to anybody out there who's like really struggling. So, I'm sorry if you're going through this, you know, like I feel very fortunate that she's working, you know, because like she's able to help us sustain. But even we are still kind of practicing like eating, not eating is trying to not eat as much, I should say, mm. and spreading things out a little bit just because we can make everything straight in case the inevitable happens or the worst thing happens, which would be you losing your job, not having money, not being able to pay for shit. So. Right. But anyway, that's on the serious note. I hope you guys are being safe. We love you guys. Thank you so much for coming by each week to listen. Also, we do have reviews up on YouTube. I know I mention it every week, but I want to make sure that you guys know that we have reviews on there because I don't know why we get really good uh, feedback on there but we don't get the numbers that we do like here on the podcast. And I think you guys are missing out. And also we had Patrick and his Patrick, who's been on the podcast. For those of you who are new and his wife, Kelly had a baby John. And this was like a month months ago, of course, but uh, they send me videos all the time of him watching my YouTube videos like their son John, which is crazy, dude. Like literally, he will be whining and crying and fussy, and then all of a sudden, my voice comes on the screen. like, "What's up, guys? And welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror and he, Podcast." She sh-
0: shuts the. She shuts the fuck up
1: instantly. He, John, he, like focuses on the TV, stops being fussy so btv babies for life okay so, <laughs> fuck you fucking baby shark It's do do fucking <laughs> btv do 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 as esmeralda said <laughs> nice. anyway i thought it was really cute i posted that up on our social media if you haven't seen it you should scroll through and find it by the time you hear this but i think it might be that time
0: what time is it horse, horse shots shot!
1: All right, guys, so this week we're going to be doing a shot for the movie Kathy's Curse. And we watched that movie first, so we're going to do the review and everything, the spoiler-free and all that in order, with Kathy and then the child after, so if you guys want to skip around on that. But in the movie, Kathy's Curse, these kids cuss like a motherfucker, and they're always saying something with the word bitch, and mostly we heard stupid bitch. So this week, we're calling this shot for Kathy's Curse, stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So what is in a stupid bitch, Christina?
0: All right, we have some tequila, like three salsa. Oh, is that what it's called? That's
1: what you put in it. Yes. Salsa, salsa,
0: salsa, like three fourths.
1: Yeah, so three fourths is shot. Three
0: fourths is shot, and then
1: ounce, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. You put in a fourth of watermelon bubbly, hmm. and then just a dash. Of cream de mint.
1: Yeah, just to give it the color of green because Kathy's eyes are green.
0: And I had to bust out my um, liquid syringe <laughs> to, put, to put the cream de wow. in it. <laughs> wow,
1: this is like science, man.
0: I was. You working was. for Bill Gates? <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry. Funny. I'm sorry.
0: So this is... I had to do it. Stupid bitch. So what do we say when we take this?
1: Uh... Call each other stupid bitches, I guess. I mean, what do, what do you do with a stupid bitch? You tell them a stupid bitch. Yeah, actually, she said all women are bitches, but I don't think we should say <laughs> Like, everybody calls women and everything in this movie just bitches. Bitch. Female cows. You, it's almost like there was, like, anger and hostility towards women.
0: Oh, totally. That was <laughs> one of my things. You, you fat whore. <laughs> you
1: fat old bitch. Well, let's just stick to the tried and true. stupid, you stupid b- bitch. bitch. Ooh.
0: I'll drink it. There's uh, there's more in Christina, than...
1: you realize when you sip it, you are infinitely doing more harm to your taste buds by just sipping it than you are if you just slam the damn thing.
0: I just drank coffee, so I don't want...
1: Puke. Oh, well.
0: I, don't, I don't do well with tequila. I just but chew it
1: back, you know what I mean? There's
0: more in that red cup, too.
1: Oh, the shot? Yeah. Holy shit. Okay, so I'm going to be honest, guys. It's not great, but... Neither is Kathy's curse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: not bad. I'm just saying. It's, uh, it tastes so bad it's good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it tastes so bad it's good.
1: Anyway, I'm going to take another shot on it. You need to do a so bad it's
0: good
1: shot. <sighs> Uh, is it, all I ever thought about. First of all, let's just be honest, guys. Most alcohol tastes like shit, and we've always yeah. we've had to get to our you know adult age to be able to enjoy it. So it's really just about the feeling that we're trying to get to. <laughs> the, feeling. the end justifies the means. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, if you would like to try a stupid bitch from Kathy's Kirth, Kirth.
0: <laughs> oh God! You drink too many. You drink too many.
1: If you would like to try a fucking bitch. Stupid oh, bitch. Oh, it, Stupid bitch. All you gotta do is go to longlivethevoid.com to check out the hashtag horror shot section now. That's it for horror shots. All right, now that I've gotten that tongue twister out of the way.
0: <laughs>
1: shut the fuck up, Christina.
0: You need to drink tequila more often. I
1: will. I'll just keep drinking it while we're going throughout this. Here, I'll have one once we... uh
0: do you want more bubbly? When we
1: get to the second film, I'll drink that one.
0: Okay. So,
1: I think it's time for us to dump.
0: <laughs> dump? What are we going to dump? Take
1: a shit into a- the mic, like I'm currently doing, and jump into our flesh and potatoes of Kathy's Curse and... The Child. Right now. All right, so like we said, we're going to start off with Kathy's curse from 1977. Christina's going to dump all that information on your heads. In your ear pussies. Go ahead.
0: Are you done? (laughs) Yeah, I'm done. Okay. A young girl is possessed by the spirit of her aunt who died as a child in a car accident. Soon people around her begin to mysteriously die off. There's two taglines for this movie.
1: Yeah, I know. I saw that.
0: She has the power to terrorize. She's got the power! <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, too.
1: It's getting, it's getting, it's getting kind of heavy.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: you <sorry>. <laughs> I'm just going back to my old school.
0: The other tagline is, poor little Kathy, she has a problem with her favorite doll. It won't stop killing people. <laughs> that is just stupid. <laughs> I That's like so that st- one
1: better, though, because it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's long. This was directed and written by Eddie Matalon.
1: Sounds about right. Oh,
0: he, uh, he is French. He's also directed a film called Blackout from mm. 1978.
1: Yeah, which is I saw that. It was like a like a when Los Angeles or some city went had a blackout and all this crazy shit happened. Yeah, it was like kind of interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was weird.
1: He doesn't. This is the only horror movie I think he's ever done, right? Yeah,
0: it does. He also did a movie called uh, Makerish Cult okay nineteen seventy nine you would think it
1: was a horror movie, but I guess it,
0: it's a French crime drama. yeah, I looked yeah. it up because it sounded like a horror movie, but it wasn't a sweet killing from nineteen ninety three and then the last thing he did was a Bonnie and Clyde documentary from nineteen ninety four hmm. Another writer on this film is Myra Clement. This is her only credit, and Alan sis I'm not going to say this right. Alan since Kaznarve. Pretty close. I'm close. <laughs> he was also assistant director to this movie, and um, it looks like he's been assistant director to most of Eddie's movies. The music in this film was done by Didler Vassar. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> D- Didler? D- yeah, D-I-D-L-E-R.
1: Hold on a second. Where, what are you reading? it? What did you say?
0: Didler. Diddler? <laughs> We know who is this person? This is, they did the music. Oh, okay. Because I thought the music was good, so I thought I would include him. He
1: probably changed the name, but okay. go ahead. Um, no disrespect, by the way. But he,
0: he also composed the the movie for Eddie's Blackout, and he's done a lot of French TV and movies. This movie stars Alan Scarfy. He plays George, the dad. Okay. Um, He was Herman in Lethal Weapon 3. Huh. He did two episodes of The Outer Limits in the late 90s, and he was also in an episode of Tales from the Dark Side. Nice. Beverly Murray, I like that last name, mm-hmm. Murray, uh, who plays Vivian, the mom. She was in an episode of Friday the 13th, the series right. from the 90s. You liked that. Yeah. Didn't you?
1: It's stupid, but yeah, I like it. It's silly garbage
0: right and she's been in a few other movies not really worth noting but she was uh she played like an insane woman or a crazy person yeah
1: which she does pretty good i guess Uh, she's better at that than the regular acting no offense to her but she plays the mom in this movie right
0: right she plays the mom uh randy allen who plays kathy the child yeah uh this was her only movie uh dorothy davis who plays mary the older caretaker Uh, She started acting in 1929. um, Wow. Yeah, right? Was in a horror sci-fi movie called Fright Night from 1967, Shivers from 1975, and The Little Girl Who Lives Down the Lane from 1976. Also starring Mary Mortar, who plays a medium. She was also in that movie, The Little Girl Who Lives Down the Lane. Right. She was also in Dead End from 1998. And she's played a lot of other parts where she was the older woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and finally, Roy Witham, who plays Paul, uh, he only has four credits to his name, um, a movie called The Agency from 1980. Okay. Um, He was the
1: old man, the old caretaker, yeah. yeah. the
0: the older one. Yeah. He had a pretty big role, too. But I couldn't find a budget for this movie. Could you? I didn't see one.
1: No, not so much. Yeah, that one was a tough one to find.
0: it was really tough. But what did you think of Kathy's curse there, Alex?
1: This movie is just a fucking S-Big classic, in my opinion. It's a so-bad-it's-good film, and I know I say it all the time because I love that shit. Fuck you. I don't care what you think. It's like a mix of all of these weird, wild ideas all thrown into one movie mixed with a lot of fucking cuss words from kids which makes it highly entertaining. At the very least you can laugh at the kids cussing like this little girl does at two adults, which is really Stupid bitch. Yeah, your mother's a slut <laughs> like whoa bitch, calm down <laughs> Which, you know, I'm sure is pretty offensive to see in the 70s and probably pretty effective back then and still effective today if you want to have a laugh, I guess. But I find it super bizarre and entertaining. Like, it's just weird. We sort of bought this one on a whim because Christina and I have a lot of fun watching these movies, as you guys know. And the only thing that would have made this one extra S big is more gore.
0: Right. Like I would
1: have loved it more. But, you know, keep in mind, this is in the 70s and it does have some gore, just not in the moment type stuff, just after the fact. You know what I mean? Like they show the face, the gore, but they don't really show it happening. Right. Which is more of an 80s thing. Anything. Anyway, I think Uh, they still had stuff like that in the 70s. I'm just saying like this one didn't. It's pretty hilarious to watch, though. People getting pushed out windows with mind powers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was like a question.
1: (laughs) And and even more bizarre shit than that. Like having a medium in this movie on top of it who should have recognized that something was amiss in this movie. She's like in this and like it's funny. Uh, It's clearly like the omen, which apparently set off a chain of movies to try to do similar stuff. You know, which is why we found two movies this week from the same year. Because I went into IMDb when we watched Kathy's Curse, looked for familiar movies or similar movies, and and the first one was The Child, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I'm like, "I'm gonna look, I'm gonna check it out, Watched the trailer," and I was like, "Okay, it looks kind of straight, played straight, uh, the child." But you know, we found these two together that way, right? I do wonder, though, if this was like during a time that parents were worried about how their children would be infected by the world, if there was like this like sort of thing going on in right. society where they would be worrying about this and why children were... It's so popular in the 70s for children to be murderers in these movies. I don't know why. Uh, I'm sure if I dug deeper, I could probably find the real reason. Um, I don't know. There was probably some political thing going on during that time that might make people worry about their children in general.
0: Do you think maybe to it's because of the exorcist coming out
1: um, I and mean, that was a child. A lot of people compared it to. The, I don't think it's very similar to the exorcist by any ca- means. I, I
0: didn't mean compare it. I just no, said no. But because... a lot of people
1: do compare it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, Yeah, I don't know. But in either case, it's pretty great to see whatever the cause is, <laughs> you know, watching it on film. We do get to enjoy a lot of bad kiddery, you know, regardless if it's a ghost inhabiting the body of their niece through a fucking doll, which is odd. <laughs> I mean, Annabelle, does that pretty much because it's kind of like it in a way, although they don't really put that much of a point on the doll. Right. Even though it is a part of the film. Right. First off, why the fuck is the aunt who died so fucking upset with their family to inhabit a doll and then possess her niece in the future anyway?
0: Maybe it was a demon.
1: I a mimic.
0: It was a mimic.
1: Yeah. I mean, she's just calling everyone a bitch because her dad did. In the beginning of the movie, the first line is, Your mother's a bitch! The logic here doesn't really make much sense, but it, it doesn't really need to enjoy it anyway, so we came for the odd behavior and the cussing and got so much more than we bargained for. It kind of makes me want to sink my teeth into the more 70 films like it to find more weird gems like this. It's not perfect, but totally enjoyable on the level of pizza, beer, and friends, and jokes. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a cult classic film now that a lot of people feel is you know borrowing, like I mentioned, from The Exorcist. I think very slightly and probably carry but yeah. i think also omen but it's become that classic and i'm glad that we picked it up if you're stuck in quarantine looking for a laugh together or just alone pop this fucker in watch cinema unleash pre-80s ridiculousness on the screen i'd say it's probably a 7 out of 10 for the so bad it's good category but probably more 6.5 mm-hmm. for me that makes sense. Not something that you will watch very often, but still higher up on the stack of the So Bad It's Good fare. And if you got the appetite for these kind of films, it's definitely pretty good to watch, even if it's low on gore. I've considered watching this live on stream with uh, everybody on the Twitch stream, even because be fun. it's public domain. Right. I don't know. Just have fun. Right. But there are two versions out there, by the way, guys. There's like an 82 minute one, I think it is. And then like a 93 minute one. And they cut out like 10 minutes for some reason for the American release. So you're going to want to look for the one in the 90s, whatever it is. There is a version that you can get the Supreme Edition for on Severin.
0: Oh. Is that what we have? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: I don't think that one's going to stick around for too long. Like they're not going to reprint it. Right. So if you want it and you've been thinking about getting it, you might want to get it. I think we picked it up for like 17 bucks or less. And I think Severin's still having their sale right now for the pandemic, Mm -hmm. which everybody is. (laughs) pretty much. (laughs) Pandemia! Get your CDs and movies! (laughs) Don't feed your family, get your movies! No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) While everyone's dying, watch Kathy's Curse! No, I'm kidding. I'm not making fun of Severin here. I'm just saying in general for fucking movies on sale. But what about you, Christina? What did you think of this movie?
0: It's funny you mentioned The Omen, too, because... I think I like this better than The Omen. I can't remember. I remember The Omen being just so slow. It's been so No, long. you
1: like The Omen. We, we've we mentioned yeah? it in this house a million times.
0: I know, but- well, It's all for you, Murray. It. It's all for you. I know, I liked it, but I still think that movie was slow. Okay. But it's been a while. But I think I like this one better. I'll uh, have to watch The Omen again.
1: Okay. Well, but. you can't say in- definitely yet.
0: Okay. All right. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> but I unexpectedly enjoyed this movie a lot. It ropes you in from the beginning with the seven-year-old girl, like you said, with the potty mouth. She Mm -hmm. had a filthy mouth. She was a little shit, too. She was a little
1: filthy bitch. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Fucking, fucking whore. (laughs) Jesus
1: (laughs) Christ. Fucking
0: seven-year-old whore. (laughs) Why do you call
1: women whores, Christina?
0: (laughs) But I love the story. I'm trying to move on, Alex. Calm the fuck down. I just
1: never hear you talk like that. This movie's (laughs) taking you over.
0: Um, I love the story. I love the doll and how the doll's possessed. Okay. And then, you know, she hates women. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Like, you, you said that. Though. It doesn't make any
1: sense. Yeah, it it,
0: it it really doesn't. I thought the doll was freaker than Annabelle. Like, the actual physical doll. That doll was creepy. That yeah. was a creepy-ass doll. I loved how there was a medium thrown into the situation. Yeah. I mean, she, I felt... See, I felt like she was trying to stop. But it's like she couldn't push it because... Most people, especially during that time, like mediums are crazy and most people don't listen to them.
1: Right. Well, they're not crazy and most people don't listen to them.
0: Right. But they well, act
1: different than other people. In most I'm saying we're talking mo- movie wise, like right, in yeah, movies. Movie, yeah. In
0: movies, yeah. Um, there was a scene in the movie that made me squirm. Right. So I like I that, I guess. Um, the score of the film was really great. It made me feel the uneasy mood of everything. Okay. They really didn't touch on why the aunt was possessing the girl. And that was, did, they didn't explain. Like, like we said, can tell you the beginning explain. of
1: the movie. We could just say, like, the father comes in. Your mother's a bitch, drags her off to a car. They wreck into a ditch.
0: Right. And they both die. And they catch on fire. and then, Yeah. <laughs> Which it, was, it was pretty funny.
1: And it's like, all of a sudden, now she's mad because her mom's a bitch. So every woman's a bitch. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't it. know.
0: I don't get it either. Um, the dialogue seemed very scripted and not natural. Especially in the beginning, it didn't flow well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It felt like, you know, they were reading from a script.
1: Sure. Maybe this one not as bad as the next, but.
0: Yeah. The mom's acting was terrible. The dog in the movie acted better than her.
1: <laughs> the dog. <laughs>
0: the dog. Remember, there was a scene with the dog? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was, and I even said that I was like, that dog acts better than. The mom. Jesus Christ! I kept wishing for the mom's death throughout the whole movie.
1: By the way, you know who she looks like? She looks like that lady from Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Uh, Her name is Veronica Cartwright, and she has got those same eyes, like those really, like mesmerizing kind of eyes that are like big.
0: Uh huh. So,
1: but just not the same actress. You know, like she's definitely not as good as Veronica Cartwright. Unfortunately, (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: Overall, I really enjoyed the movie, and I gave it a 7 out of 10. Really? I'll probably watch that one again.
1: Okay, wow. So, I'm glad you're getting into these, man. Serious, I know I say it every week, but...
0: Well, I don't I feel like really, I'm conforming I, you. I better get into it or I'm going to be miserable forever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Sink or swim now, Christina, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so it was a 6.75 between the two of us, you know, that's right. not too bad. It's one of those things, guys. These aren't movies that you're going to want to watch if you can't have the stomach for these kind of bad movies, right? Right. And the so bad, just to be clear, and I mention this all the time. The so bad it's good score, the S big score we call it here, is based on so bad it's good films and the score of that. Not necessarily comparing it to you know, I don't know, fucking Rosemary's Baby or something like that. You just can't compare these to those. It's more about the entertainment value than it is the acting, the the score, right? But. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. I'm glad we got it, for sure.
0: I am, too. I'm glad we got it. Yeah. We've been
1: finding a lot of, like, sixes lately that we're watching, so... We need
0: to aim for that 10.
1: Right. Well, which, to me, is something that I would watch again, is better than average in that category, whatever the category may be, so... 6.5 for me is good, but 6.75 between the two of us and 7 for you. Mm -hmm. So we do have some trivia on this. Um, Not a whole lot, but we did sprinkle it in in some of our scenes. So if you haven't seen this movie and you want to watch it, you can watch it on... YouTube right now, or you can pick it up from Severn. I think you might even be able to rent it. Uh, I don't quote me on that. I think it might be a little harder to find on uh, on rent, but it is on YouTube. So if you guys want to check it out, and I think that is the ninety-two minute version that I've been talking about. So, oh, that's good. If you can't find the ninety-minute one, try to look around for it if you can. But uh, you have been warned. So now we're going to jump into our spoiler section um, with some of the trivia I found. This was apparently shot over the course of six weeks in the winter of 1976 in Montreal, Canada.
0: Man, the location they picked was really good. That house.
1: Yeah, I thought so, too.
0: And it had the Willy Wonka, like, wallpaper. Oh, yeah. Like, I love (laughs) I love that.
1: The berries taste like <laughs> Uh The director is also, as you mentioned, French, and he moved there and he has said that this is technically a French film. So a lot of people have called this exploitation, which in a way it, it was made in Canada. So and it is exploitative in nature, I guess, because it's children going batshit crazy. But it is ultimately a French film via director who made it, he thinks. Because he said the editor, everybody that worked on it was French.
0: Right, obviously.
1: So, and it was even edited in France, too, so. Mm-hmm. But it was shot in Canada. Uh, Eddie Matillon isn't much of a fan of gore, either, so this is the only, like I mentioned, horror film that he has ever done. And the industry of horror kind of went that route, the gore way, after he said this movie for the most part. Like, a lot of them went to the gore-filled
0: Oh, okay.
1: You know, which is pretty much the 80s is where it really took off. that
0: that makes sense.
1: You know, it was like 78 on, like where gore was like really popular. Mm -hmm. So he prefers personally psychological stuff. So he likes, like, crime, psychological, things like oh, that. Oh, and this...
0: Well, this was his only horror movie, right.
1: So Yeah. Uh, there was another interview that he did with uh, Kindertrauma.com. It's a site dedicated to the films that scared us as children. And they did an interview with Randy Allen, the woman that played Kathy, the child.
0: Oh, they did?
1: Yeah, and they... It was a really small interview, but I found it. And I thought it was kind of interesting. She made a few points about stuff. She said that she... They made her wear contact lenses for this movie that was supposed to have her eyes glow. Oh. And she wore them and she hated it.
0: Well, yeah, she was like 10. But they didn't
1: do it, really. So I guess they just threw out the idea. She said she had to wear them all the time, though. Oh. And it didn't even work or show up.
0: Oh, yeah, that's not worth it.
1: Yeah. So she also said that she's, you know, she has two younger girls of her own and they asked her, like, do your kids? What do your kids think of it? You know, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Well, I have two kids, and they both think the movie is hilarious."
0: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: she's not wrong. At oh, least she knows. Cool.
0: That's cool. Yeah,
1: I thought it was funny too.
0: Did they say anything about her not acting ever again? Like, did this not? No,
1: that no one ever asked her that. I think it's kind of impolite, probably, to ask something like that. Oh, uh, I don't know. I just but I don't that. know. No one. They didn't ask her, and she's not been interviewed very often.
0: Okay, I kind of see. so. Her.
1: Uh, I think this might be one of the only yeah, that I could only, find. Okay. But okay, I was just curious. Kathy, at the time, the character Kathy, who was played by Randy
0: Allen,
1: Allen was ten years old when they made this movie in right. seventy six. So, but they said that she looked much younger, but had the mentality of a ten year old. Um, the director was worried that this might traumatize her as well.
0: That was my other question I wanted to know.
1: Right. So they, they prepared her and her mother, like, for it, had her around all the time, the mom, and said everything was good until the end scene with the makeup, that it scared her.
0: Oh, okay. She that couldn't look sense. at herself
1: in the right. mirror because they show it all bubbled up and fucked
0: up. Right. Which, you know, for
1: the 70s, that's not bad makeup. I no. mean, it, you know, no, it's, it's pretty good. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the trivia that I have. I think I tucked a few things into some of the scenes that we had. Mm-hmm. Being that you never remember the first scene that always sticks out, I'm going to go ahead and start before you. <laughs>
0: well, we already well we already talked about the car crash scene.
1: Right, that's fair. The father grabs the good daughter, gets in the car, crashes, crashes. catches on fire. Right. Fast forward, they don't even really say when.
0: Well, I mean, it was that. It was that that guy's son, the brother.
1: Yeah, it was the uncle. He, he his uncle.
0: No, it was his father. Because the mother, originally the mother left with the other kids and just left that daughter. And then the father came, took that daughter. So it's that father's son, her brother. Whatever. Oh, whatever.
1: But one of the family members, his (laughs) wife and their daughter, is like, moving back into this house and he's like going through and pointing out spots in the house that he remembers you know like including his first love which is a small statue like a nude statue and I'm like this is weird
0: it was weird and it, th- when he left the house he was four years old so how the fuck right. Do you he was remember snapping
1: it out to his fu- statue at four years old do you I remember guess
0: anything from being four years old
1: no but I wouldn't have had a snapping statue at yeah, that age
0: it was it was really weird. That was the kids really at
1: four. Are they really aroused by that kind of stuff at four at that age? I don't know.
0: No, it's probably just because that was the first thing he saw, where it was a nude woman. So I don't think it was he was aroused. It was like yeah, a, but sharing oh, it's it with your wife woman. and daughter
1: is kind of odd, just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but so is this movie. Yeah, um, maybe
0: it's a French thing.
1: <laughs> maybe
0: <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. They
1: jerk off to statues. No,
0: that's not what I meant.
1: Come porn on statues. <laughs>
0: Thanks for taking it too far, as always. (laughs) Hey,
1: I didn't make that shit up. I'm sure it's out there on the internet. This message has been brought to you by Pornhub.com. Not really. (laughs) Anyway, you want to talk about where she finds the doll?
0: In the attic? Yeah. It wasn't really a dramatic scene. Yeah, but she makes it a
1: point to point out that the eyes are sewn shut and that the doll's telling her that her eyes are shut. She doesn't want to see.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: And she's like talking to it like it's still alive. And I just right. thought it was.
0: probably t- she was probably talking to it. Right. I mean, a seven year old, you know, they say that they can talk to spirits and ghosts and see ghosts and shit. Right. So she probably was. And that's probably why she was drawn to it.
1: By the way, I'm going to take this shot.
0: No, it's not the second movie yet, but. Oh, God put damn it. it I want to drink it. It's because I'm talking? No, I just <laughs> just wanted <laughs> no, to drink. So one of, after that, uh, one of my scenes I liked was when the neighbor kids came over.
1: Right, because they were like lurking and, outside. Right. And she noticed them in the woods. She's like,
0: somebody's watching the mom, us. The mom was like, someone's watching it. So, oh, something I did not like about this movie was how they portrayed that mother being crazy.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: When it was just... Um, it's a
1: ter- stereotype thing. Yeah. yeah. But
0: it, it was probably just her... Um, she probably had hormonal issues, like a hormonal imbalance. That's what I was thinking. Or maybe she was just
1: psychic or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. She was empathic.
0: Yeah. But anyway.
1: (laughs) The kids come over.
0: Yeah, so the kids came over. They're playing outside. With Kathy. With Kathy. And she's like telling them what to do, right? So then all of a sudden she's telling them what to say. And, and then she tells the, the little kid that all women are bitches.
1: Yeah, repeat after me. <laughs> all
0: women are bitches. <laughs> I thought it was so funny.
1: And they're like, all women are bitches.
0: <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then it, didn't she like poke him in the face?
1: The girl started crying or something like that. One of the girls was crying for some reason. So Kathy says she'll fix it. And she pulls out a fucking sewing needle with her right hand. Right,
0: it was a sewing needle. She's
1: like, I'll fix it and try to, to sew her eyes shut like the doll. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And I'm like, what the fuck? But she only ends up pricking her eye. Meanwhile, simultaneously, by the way, uh, the whole reason that these kids are over there is because earlier they were sneaking around the house and they invited them over to have tea the next day or something like that. And so then the lady's kids... Go play with Kathy, like we just discussed. And the mom of those kids goes inside and brings their friend, who is a medium. Like this is your first time you're sitting down with a family to just have tea, and you decide that you're going to bring a medium oh, with just you. Oh, bring my medium? Yeah, with. no well, big I'm sh- deal. I'm sure
0: it wasn't. It was like, here's my friend. I'm going to just bring my friend with me. Oh, she just so happens to be a medium, right? You know what yeah.
1: I mean? It's just to make the the the, the story interesting. Yeah, and it did spice it. I thought, it up a little. I thought it did. There's another scene where Kathy uses her mime powers huh? to destroy her dad's snapping statue,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> which uh, she explodes it. And then, then she yells at the nanny who's taking care of her. She's like, you know, I forget. She's like eating or something like that. And she yells at the nanny. And I'm like, damn, girl, like the way she <laughs> yells at her. She's like a real bitch to yeah, her. She
0: really was a bitch. She's like, a bitchy kid.
1: Which, by the way, the scene where they blow up the statue—the way they did that—is they shot it with a gun.
0: You could tell it was awesome. It was, it was kind of awesome. Yeah, he was like, he was a
1: crack shot. That's what he said. (laughs) I was like, okay. Well,
0: that was it. I was like, how hard
1: is it to hit a statue from across the room? You know, it's not like he was like standing at the neighbor's house shooting through the window. Some magic bullet theory. (laughs)
0: Well, that thing exploded, and so did like a Tiffany lamp, and then like all these alcohol bottles. I thought it was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. It's to show her mind powers. Yeah. So Kathy sees the nanny pick up her doll, and she's like, put her down. Put her down. <laughs> she sees me. She sees me.
0: <laughs> it was exactly like that too. It literally. really is. Oh,
1: sorry. <laughs> I forgot to turn it off. <laughs> it really is, though. Like it's a, like a super deep voice, and she like yanks the doll out of the nanny's hands, uh-huh. like very obviously, like with her mind, right? And like which she uses also her mind powers after saying that to push her out the window.
0: <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> falling out the window dude i they, think d- we went back and freeze frame that didn't we yeah
1: we did because it was we knew it was another person because there's no way this old woman jumped out a window <laughs> onto anything soft like to be able to but land they that had
0: it so fast too like yeah. i didn't even realize she like they shot the window and then it was like lady on the floor there's <laughs>
1: no like the fucked up thing is is like normally you know when they come out the window they kind of slow it down you know that's like the typical thing to do like Psh!
0: right um oh, slow die and it was just
1: like instant though it was like
0: and she was just <laughs>
1: laying on the ground with blood in front of her head like this old woman is laying face down like actual actress it was <laughs> Which I funny it was funny It was super cute. Like the little red paint in front of her head. Oh,
0: yeah. It's like, oh, it's okay. We're not going to hurt you. We're just going to lay down here. We're going to put some paint on. We're going to put some paint ketchup shirt on you.
1: And her mom's like around the corner and sees this all happen. Like she flumps on the ground. She's
0: like, oh, my God. Yeah, she's running with her groceries. She's like, oh, my God.
1: Right. And, and we've already mentioned the oh, mom's like maybe. a sh- terrible, I'm not saying she's a terrible actress, but how she was directed in this movie was terrible.
0: Yeah, was, she was pretty bad. Maybe
1: it was the direction. I'm not going to be a dick about it, but right. it just was bad.
0: Well, no, fuck it. Like, it was bad, but it made so it
1: good. It makes the movie good. Yeah. Yeah. But she explains what happened to everybody else because the police arrive and they're all like questioning people. And she heard screaming. She's like, I heard screaming and. At- the win, uh,
0: no it was just like that it really is it was bad. just like that i
1: don't know about just but it, it was
0: just like that yeah i
1: mean like i didn't have to try hard there neither did she i guess but
0: <laughs> but on. even the
1: actors playing the police cover their faces up in disappointment of her acting at that point so it's like <laughs> i guess i'm not that bad there was that us do you remember the scene when she bring kathy brings her food
0: Oh, yeah, and then she she aged the food. Yeah, but it's... But then when she got there with the food, it was fine. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck?
1: Like, she's, she's like, I'll take it to mommy, and she takes up this apple, like a sandwich, and a cup of milk, and, like, there's this, like, stop-motion animation thing happening where all these maggots appear on the food. And the food's and
0: rotting, and, and then the juice was, like, red. No, it wasn't something. juice,
1: it was milk or, turned what, red. Red, yeah. Yeah.
0: But then she got the food to her mom, and then the milk was then again white. Yeah, and everything was normal. It was like, okay, what the fuck was the point of that?
1: I don't... Maybe they were trying to insinuate that the food was garbage, she, she was poisoning and she was it. seeing it differently. I don't know. So she was seeing it as normal, but really eating maggot sandwich and fucking red blood.
0: Oh, like uh, that one movie where the noodles were worms? Right, yeah. Uh, Lost Boys. Sorry, I don't know why.
1: Try the <laughs>
0: Paschetti. No,
1: Paschetti.
0: Paschetti. Yeah.
1: Do you like Paschetti? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about what we do in the shadows. Season
0: 2, baby! Oh my god, it was so good. Anyway.
1: That's when she like gets up or something like that and wraps her arms around her mom or something like that and then the whole house shakes and she's like warping around the house in front of her mom. Right. To, to make her even more crazy and no one believe her, of course, this typical trope.
0: And then they ended up taking the mom away to a mental hospital. Which
1: she laughs about. She's like,
0: oh, I said mommy you're the mental hospital yeah
1: you fucking bitch (laughs) but paul one of the the older man of the nanny woman who died is the husband i'm assuming i'm assuming too we don't know for sure but paul one of the caretakers husband i think is has to take care of kathy because the mom is in the mental hospital which he gets fucking drunk as shit and they chase out the neighbor medium Kathy calls her an old bitch, a fat whore.
0: You're an old bitch, a fat whore, a fat, fat old, old lady bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. He's like, she wouldn't stop. It was yeah. like, God damn. And he's
1: so drunk. He's
0: like, yeah, 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 fucking stupid bitch. Get the
1: fuck out of my house. He's like, applausing. <laughs>
0: And then the the scene that made me squirm happened. He was sitting there drinking the alcohol and then all of a sudden these snakes come out of nowhere. Snakes,
1: rats, tarantulas.
0: Yeah. All over his body.
1: They talked about that scene too, which is funny. He said uh, the snakes and how one of them was missing by the end of the shoot.
0: Oh my God.
1: They had rented the house. So he's like, so I guess the snakes in there somewhere. I hope they were all right. (laughs) (laughs) They just left it there. Plus the guy who, the Paul guy, Uh he, he actually, he was like, oh, it's fine. These are, they'll crawl on you. The spider, the tarantula, they won't bite you unless you move. And he was like, he wouldn't blink.
0: Oh, I wouldn't either. (laughs) Do you know how tarantulas bite? They bite from like their stomach.
1: No. Like
0: it isn't like up here. It's like,
1: oh, I thought it was on the face. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I don't
1: know. From their, their segment pussies.
0: (laughs) Here we go. (laughs)
1: They got pussy fangs. Well, they're asexual, right?
0: I don't know. (laughs)
1: The <laughs> snakes have. I mean,
0: tarantulas. Does
1: tarantulas have pussy. I don't know. I don't, anyway, they're probably really hairy. But anyway, so the medium comes back to talk to mom. <laughs> With and and she's tricked by Kathy to come to the attic, calling her names again. And she makes her see another vision of herself as an old woman or something. And they have this exchange with each other that was really weird. Yeah, that was really weird. She's like, "Oh, what are you doing up here? Why don't you leave us alone?" <laughs> you know, like really bad, like fucking um, play acting, I guess you would call it. But and they,
0: it, didn't she get called a filthy, filthy female cow? That's I think so, female cow. The the doll like floats
1: at that point Uh because it turns its head to her and it's kind of creepy and then it like floats yeah that was cool yeah I thought that was funny well you know of course while the fucking girl Kathy is laughing calling her bitch names and shit <laughs> is, like ridiculous oh we gotta talk about that scene where they find blood on the coat in the closet oh
0: yeah that was weird I don't understand why they even put that scene in there
1: so there's like this scene where the mom's been to the hospital she's obviously back and she's obviously having problems and the, mo- and the husband and the wife are obviously having the typical trope problems where he doesn't necessarily 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 believe her, but he loves her enough to take care of her, and he thinks she's unwell. And she runs into the closet and screams because she sees blood on a coat,
0: and it's dripping on the coat. Right, blood just comes out of nowhere.
1: And then he pulls out like six bottles of blood, and he's like, "Oh, (laughs) wow! My father used to make tonics all the time. (laughs) Like, Like what?"
0: Yeah, he used it as a ton. I, and it's like, wait, you remember when you were four years old that your father, used? You, you know what I mean? It was well, that's so another, stupid.
1: that's another funny thing. I think this movie is supposed to take place earlier than it was. Or am I wrong?
0: What do you mean earlier than it was?
1: 30s, 40s? I don't know.
0: Oh, I don't know. It was weird. It was Then the movie timeline. came out
1: is what I'm saying. Oh, I don't know. Because who used fucking tonics in the 70s? Do people use tonics in the 70s?
0: I don't know. People use tonics now.
1: But blood?
0: probably we
1: should look that up I forgot about it oh
0: well it's okay I'm sure someone out there knows they could tell us
1: um Kathy almost gets drowned by her fucking the spirit of her aunt because she's being tortured by the spirit because she Kathy doesn't really want to do these nasty things or say these nasty things but her aunt is like in control of her body because she's possessed I guess so she's like behind a window screaming and no one can hear her (laughs) (laughs) But Mom gets scratched by Kathy, who's, like, terrified to go back into the house, and then Mom gets yelled at because, of course, she's imagining all of this, and she takes a bath and suddenly blood starts pouring out of the spout, and all these leeches form all Whoa. over her, Whoa. which is, like, ew. Just weird shit, dude. Yeah,
0: weird shit. And that's about the time where Kathy, like, turns into a zombie.
1: Well, yeah, because they're talking about burning the doll or something, right? Right. No, that's not... There was a scene where Paul, remember he gets fucked with by Kathy again.
0: Yeah, it, and he ends up in the the front or it ends up in the yard cuz
1: he's trying to burn the doll. That's what it was. He was trying to burn the doll and she was like he was like give it to me. You don't need that. Like he he just felt like something was wrong with it or something. Cuz he knew. Cuz he knew, but was. he didn't explain why or there was no reason why he would know or that we know that he knows. I don't know. Anyway, she ends up like ripping a hole through his shirt and lacerating his body. And then and the mom finds Paul face down outside with his face melted off, mm-hmm. like, which is weird. And that's when they find Kathy with the melted face is right. right after that scene. Right. Which, you know, I guess because the mom, the aunt got a burned face.
0: Yeah. From the car from, accident from at the beginning of the movie.
1: Yeah. But then, like, the mom steals the doll from her, but they get into this wrestle battle with the
0: right. And then the <laughs> Bernie mom's like, McFace. I'm gonna cut its eyes out. Yeah, and then boom, the she, curse is gone. She
1: rips the stitches out and, and, and happy Ka- day.
0: And Kathy's back, curse is gone. The end,
1: she's alive, she's still there. Kathy's a good girl oh. now, and it just ends, you know, yep. like most That's 70s it. films. Yeah. It was
0: just, that was it, it was done.
1: They didn't care about the ending, they were like, fuck it. Yep. <laughs> God. But, yeah, it's pretty fucking silly, guys. So I hope you got to check that out. So we do have another movie that we're going to be talking about, and that is, of course, The Child. And I hope you'll let me read what the story is.
0: Of course.
1: Okay. So The Child came out in 1977. It was also known as Children of the Night, Zombie Child, and Kill and Go Hide.
0: Jesus, how many names? I know.
1: The tagline was, Rosalie has secret friends. Be careful. They bite. They bite.
0: <laughs> There's three other taglines. Yeah, too. but that one was the, the best one. That
1: uh, was the best one. The story, a newly hired housekeeper in a secluded area is alarmed to discover that her boss's 11-year-old daughter is using her supernatural powers to take revenge on the people she holds responsible for her mother's death with the aid of her flesh-eating zombie friends. Ooh. Mm. Go ahead. Oh, the creature and special effects, by the way, in this movie are done by Jay Owens. I don't think he ever did anything else.
0: Oh, that's really weird. Mm -hmm. All right. This movie was directed by Robert Voskanian, and this was the only movie he's directed. Yeah. This movie was written by Ralph Lucas, who also acted as a creature in this film.
1: Oh, nice.
0: He has also acted in Beverly Hills Vamp from 1989, The Church of Cthulhu from 2005, he was on an episode of Tim and Eric's Awesome Show, and he played Dracula in a show called Decker. From That's kind of a
1: weird mix, huh? I know, right? Tim and Eric's? That's so weird that he was on there.
0: Yeah. And he played at Dracula in a show called Decker from 2015. I have no idea what that show is.
1: Mm-mm. neither.
0: All right. The movie stars Laurel Barnett, who plays Nanny...
1: Alicia Ann or something? Alicia, yeah,
0: I can't. I'm I kept saying Alicia
1: yeah, or something. I, can, I, can,
0: I can't even. I won't even go there. She only has six credits, mm-hmm. including movies called Goodbye Norma Jean from 1976 and Goodbye Sweet Maryland from 1989. I thought okay. that was weird. Um, also starring uh, Rosalie Cole, who plays Rosalie the child.
1: Probably easier for the actress.
0: Yeah, that's true. And this was her only movie. Um, also starring Frank Jansen, who plays Norton the dad.
1: Which I thought was Norton.
0: Yeah, I did too. <laughs> Everybody's but it's accent Norton. says
1: things different than what it is. Yeah.
0: Right. Uh, he was in The Waltons from 1971 and he was in Gunsmoke. That's the TV show, right? From 1955.
1: I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think they made a movie too. But yeah, the Norton is the father of the girl, yeah, Rosalie. The dad. Mm hmm.
0: Uh, Starring Richard Hanners, who plays Lynn, the brother. This was his only movie. Mm -hmm. Also, Ruth Bollin, who plays Miss Whitfield, the neighbor. Uh, She was in an episode of Charlie's Angels and a movie called School Play from 1970. All right. This budget for this movie was $30,000.
1: No, that is actually the box office. Oh, really? Oh, oops,
0: sorry. Okay, the box (laughs) office for this movie was $30,000.
1: No, technically it was shot. Okay. Okay, I I only know this because I had to dig for it. Okay. Okay. So I put it down just in case anyway.
0: Oh, well, the good thing you did. Yeah,
1: it was shot in Boyle Heights in Los Angeles, California on a 35 millimeter film for a hundred thousand us budget
0: oh okay that makes more sense which
1: is actually pretty big for an independent feature for somebody that's never shot a film before uh-huh you know like this is the only thing that they did so right i thought that was pretty cool
0: yeah that's pretty cool
1: so what did you think of this movie me yeah i want to hear what you think
0: oh gosh <laughs> all right i thought the child it started off really awesome and it like made you in for a ride it started off with this cat and then They were in this graveyard and you see this kitten and the child grabs the kitten and she's like petting the kitten. And then all of a sudden she hands it over to this creepy hand that's over a tombstone that just grabs the cat.
1: Yeah, you're like, what?
0: What the fuck was going on? Yeah. So it started off really well. But as it went on it really dwindled off for me and okay. I, I, I was just having problems with it. I was I think I was thrown off by these zombies. It was kinda unexpected. I wasn't expecting this child. I was expecting, you know, a a mind power child movie. I didn't think, you know
1: And you haven't seen this movie and neither have oh, I.
0: Yeah. We haven't seen this movie. And like they weren't that your average zombies, they were more like creatures, like and it really reminded me of Creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, even the way it walked. Right. I it said it that too yeah, yeah, when we were did. watching it. You did. But the effects on the creature are like super cool. I always love when a movie has Halloween in it. Yeah. There was just one scene and it was a really good scene and it, it had to do with Halloween night. Mm-hmm. Um, Towards the end is when shit was going downhill for me. Uh, the death scenes were really cool though. The atmosphere was good. I love the heavy fog in the graveyard. Like anytime they filmed in the graveyard, it was just like yeah. heavy, heavy fog.
1: Had some classic sh- uh, stuff in there, you know, yeah. like classic tropes, or not tropes, classic film techniques.
0: Mm-hmm. But I did mention like towards the middle of the film, it started to feel like a video game. It was like they had to get to the shed. They had to nail up the doors and windows. They had yeah, to find no, no, shotgun no, 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 no. Don't shells. spoil too much. I'm not spoiling. I'm not spoiling. Um, I like the story until it led up to the end. I expected more of the child being evil and attacking people and killing people, and it really lacked that. Okay. Um, but it it wasn't what I was expecting, so I gave it a five out of ten.
1: Really? Yep. Okay. Well, for me, I mean, you guys know me for the most part. If you've been listening for a while, you know, I'm not afraid to dig through fucking piles and piles of horror movie shit to find gems. You know, like that's like the fun of it for me and why I do this podcast. I'm probably a little bit more forgiving of older films than I am newer ones when it comes to this kind of digging. But this one is one of those obscure films that is an anomaly of filmmaking, like a slice of independent Americana filmmaking that just some people just never saw. I didn't know what it was. I didn't, I've never heard of it. You know, it probably just didn't get the distribution that it deserved. But the fact that the premise is about a psychic powers, girl willing to summon the dead in the name of her mother and have them do her bidding (laughs) is incredibly interesting to me, you know, and kill all these people by the hands of zombies. Like it's such an obscure, weird movie, you know, like premise. By the way, I'm going to take a shot. By the oh, way.
0: yeah. Second movie.
1: Oof. Terrible.
0: There's more in that red cup.
1: No, I drank oh, it. You
0: drank- <laughs>
1: it's also really kind of silly on the surface, but somehow chock full of atmosphere, which I love. It's supposed to take place in the 30s, but. Just ignore that. It doesn't feel like it at all.
0: Oh, not at all. Yeah.
1: Like, it's supposed to be. And they were driving a 30s car. Remember, we pointed that out when we were watching it. There
0: was a couple 30s cars.
1: I honestly was expecting, like, more of a So Bad It's Good fare where it's, like, kind of laughable and stuff. But... You know, and some of the acting is atrocious, like those films typically are, but I didn't find it as funny, I guess you could say. It's just so insanely over-the-top acting, specifically with the little girl being a little, you know... Shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything that she says just pisses you off. It's like, I don't hit children, but if I was a child, you know, like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean of your...
1: I'm just kidding. I'm I would hit kidding. her. I'd
0: put her in a fucking cage. <laughs> She does
1: piss you off a little she bit. She has attitude. Yeah. But it's just the way she delivers all of her lines. It's just so like,
0: you are just a bad Me, 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 Like, me, 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 me.
1: <laughs> Plus, it's, you know, it's it's pretty clear that the movie was dubbed in post-production. It shows, yeah. like, I literally thought we were watching an Italian horror film. Right. You know, like, because it was dubbed so poorly. It's pretty obvious. But. It's not. It's an American film. So uh also some of the camera framing is supremely claustrophobic and just bad. Like some scenes. Like some, like when they're just sitting and talking scenes.
0: Oh yeah. It's like the
1: framing is terrible. Yeah. But you know, this film does have some things that I really, really like about it. For one, the soundtrack by Rob Wallace. Woo, man, it's unsettling at times, and it really does a great job of pulling you into the film. You don't hear this kind of soundtrack in many movies these days. You know what I mean? Like this is like old school techniques of trying to get people into it. They got weird plucks of guitar strings, piano, like eerie theremin sounds coming in and out. It was pretty cool stuff, I actually think. Even if it's loud and sometimes kind of annoying, it it still presents a mood about it, which is very important and, and is missing in a lot of films, I feel. And I wasn't expecting to get any kind of atmosphere from a 70s film like that. So that has terrible acting in it. At times, honestly, and please take this with a grain of salt, guys, but the camera work and the sound design in this movie sometimes reminded me of the Evil Dead. Right. Like the lighting, the the sounds.
0: Some of the lighting reminded me of Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: Oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, too. It just felt like that cabin in the woods sort of mm-hmm. feel. Right. Because it's all shot. A lot of it is shot at night.
0: Right. Or and, dusk.
1: And the way that they use the camera to kind of to be the zombies or like move into these crazy atmospheric parts and stuff, I was actually impressed with. Right. And I'm sure some of you are like, Oh fuck off. Or some of you might be like, Tell me more. <laughs> or
0: you should watch it and judge for yourself yeah i mean
1: honestly i really do think it bears resemblance to evil the evil dead in some spots some pretty cool dated techniques that i enjoyed and that perhaps sam Raimi himself even took inspiration from the 70s at that time you Mm -hmm. know to make the evil dead and maybe it was just something that they did back then and he added extra flair to make the camera a character Mm because that was what he's best known for um they even have like paint blood, like they usually do in the '70s, which I kind of like sometimes. You yeah, know, before
0: they discovered a
1: karo syrup. Yeah, yeah. syrup, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is, uh, like I mentioned, there's some terrible cropping in this movie, and I kind of looked it up, and it seems like there is a zoomed-in version from uh, Arrow Video that you can watch, like the HD version, oh. and then there's like the one that's just cr- you know, like the the square format that mm-hmm. you would watch. That's an HD. And I think when we get the Blu-ray, we'll watch it again on the, the regular version and it'll be better. But even with it being square, I've heard people say that the shots were really tight. Right. Uh, so maybe it helps. Maybe it doesn't. But there are zombies in this film and they look so fucking weird, guys, like just fucking weird as fuck. Black, white, maybe a little blue, painted ghouls that walk around like fucking weirdos, like Christina said, kind of felt like the uh, creature from the black lagoon. Uh, But the fact, the first half of this movie is pretty much just leading up to them. And it does this sort of moderate job of pacing. It's got some odd spots of dialogue in it. Definitely could be considered as big in this part of the movie in the beginning because Uh of how bad it is. Uh But later on, You know, it gets different. The first half of the movie feels like a zombie slasher. Uh Uh-huh. And then the second part is like full on jarring zombie attack film with actual gore, which kind of is where I really got into this film. Uh Uh-huh. And I think is where it shines. Plus, you know, seeing the blood on those black and white zombies, uh, like these long, wobbly fucking... Zombie creatures with fingernails and shit and their blood coming out was like really cool comparison contrast, mm-hmm. but the story is just bananas as one would hope, but it's you know it's got some real style to it. It just doesn't feel like it was afraid to risk it all for those weird creepy atmospheric shots and just really kind of went for it like someone an amateur would you know they would have like like good parts and bad parts mm-hmm. you know it it's an indie film from the middle America nowhere that must that most haven't even heard of but I really enjoyed this film a lot and I would definitely rewatch this film for how unique and ahead of its time it was while other times it's absurdly stupid and framed and all this other shit I really do enjoy it uh-huh. you get the vibe that they just went for it and I fucking appreciate the shit out of it for that. Plus, a lot of people compare this to *Night of the Living Dead* in the '70s because apparently they were trying to aim for that movie. Um, some people call it a ripoff. I don't think so. Just because they're surrounded by zombies in a certain yeah, part that does that not movie. mean yeah, *Night of the Living Dead*. Right. But it's still cool to see this kind of zombie film in the '70s like that because they're like it. This is before zombie. You know oh, is the, it? the Fulci zombie movie. Oh. So, but. I'd give this a 7 out of 10 for personal appreciation, super indie, 70s score, Mm -hmm. and just bizarre filmmaking with atmosphere. This is is not a modern film, guys, so don't compare it to like Ari Aster because it's not going to compare. You're going to think it's a (laughs) 1. So there's just something unique about it for me. It makes its horror stamp on me. You know what I mean? It's straightforward, classic horror cinema that just... It's so straightforward. It's not there's no like trying to figure anything. Well, I guess there is some mystery to it, like why they use Scarecrow faces for first half of the movie and then uh, zombies yeah. for the rest. But I don't know. It just it it's one of those grindhouse movies that people liked in the 70s that may or may not have caught it at a fucking drive in theater or something like that. I was honestly really enthused by the end of this movie, so impressed that we ended up picking up a copy of it, it's actually in a three pack for Arrow, which is on sale coincidentally right now for cheap, cheap, because the movies, the three pack goes for like 70 bucks or a hundred dollars on Arrow's sale right now. You can pick it up for 40 bucks with shipping Mm -hmm. from the UK and it's region free. So if you are interested and you have been wanting to pick this up, I would highly recommend picking it up there. They didn't pay me to say that. I'm just letting you know in case you did want to get it. Because I think these will go out of print. Uh-huh. I definitely think they will. Right. But yeah, I don't know. If you got the chance and you want to watch something weird and you are not a, like... If you're just a casual horror fan, you may, you're probably not going to want to watch this. That's me. Yeah. I mean, on, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with being a casual, casual horror fan, by the way. I'm just saying, if you are a casual fan, you won't like this. If you like digging through troves and troves and troves and, and don't mind watching hundreds of films to get to that one gem... That I think this movie is to me. Right. Then watch it, you know. But if you're not one of those people, stay away. So, yeah. So, you gave it a... Five. Five. I gave it a seven, so that's a six, which is lower than the... The other one. Kathy's Curse.
0: Which one did you like better?
1: I... They're both fun like I enjoyed Kathy's curse in a different way than I enjoyed this one Mm -hmm. like this one I took a little bit more seriously and I was just like it made me want to go out and make a movie oh I see you know what I mean like I I, there's something admirable about it
0: right
1: something like wholesome I know it sounds weird but it, it really is so weird. And I just like the way it's shot. It just feels like a like a legit movie, you know, but it's done in such an independent way. So, yeah, I don't know. I like Kathy's Curse. I'll pop that on for a fun time. I'll pop this on to remember what I like about horror. Oh, OK.
0: That makes sense.
1: Straightforward horror. Right. Anyway. So what do you? Obviously, the other I one. I like
0: Kathy's Curse.
1: Yeah. Just because it's more entertaining. Yeah. It's okay. more
0: entertaining for me. For me.
1: I was so bummed out when she told me she wasn't really fond of it at the end of the movie. She was like, Yeah, that was okay. And I was like, Great. She didn't <laughs> want to tell me.
0: No, I didn't.
1: I was like, Green, I'm bummed out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, but you went psycho about it. I didn't go why. psycho. Yes, you did. You pulled up. You're like, I to old this movie. Then you went psycho.
1: <laughs> ah, I just liked it. I just thought it was good, man. It was like, it's kind of neat. We do have some trivia on this. So for those of you who don't want this movie spoiled, remember, you can watch it up on YouTube right now if you want or rent it in HD from Arrow online. I think we paid two ninety nine for it. Right. Um, from YouTube, which is the only place you can find it, by the way. Oh. So the child, nineteen seventy-seven. Just look it up on YouTube, and you can either rent or just watch it off a uh, you know version. But if you don't want anything spoiled, you have been warned. So there's a scene where I think it's the brother who's talking to Rosalie, the the, the twisted child who has the zombies friends or whatever. He's like, I want to know who who you're meeting in the cemetery. Answer me. And she's like, I don't have to tell you anything. That was sampled for Rob Zombie's Hellbilly Deluxe 2 song called what? Question mark.
0: Oh. Yeah. So That's where that's from. They
1: use it. I don't I don't know that, but a lot of people do. Uh-huh. I had to look it up to kind of figure out cuz I was like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> also, you mentioned that Ralph Lucas did the writing on this. Right. Uh, and I also mentioned that the original title of the movie is called Kill and Go Hide, which they had kept that name for the movie mm-hmm. all the way up until the distributor decided to change the name to what it is now called The, the Child. Child. Yeah.
0: Because it probably wanted to run along with the uh, the theme of the the crazy children. Well, so,
1: I mean, it's pretty literal, like Kill and Go Hide, which is like what she does.
0: I think I like that better.
1: I, I think it's a more modern
0: well, no, I think it goes along with the story better. They, I, I think, think my expectation, because I was saying I was my expectations for this movie, it didn't live up to what I thought this movie was. But if it was that title, I think it, I would have liked it. I might have liked it more.
1: I think they just wanted a more... I think the distributor wanted a, like, stamp name. You know, the child, the the car... That was like the big oh, thing, you know. Uh-huh. Like you had to, like the bold name, so that right. it stood out. Like that's what they're right. probably thinking. All right, but yeah, I I kind of like the Kill and Go Hide too. But you know, some people still call it that, and even mm. the early screenings of it, they they mm. actually did call it that. So, uh huh. But do you have some scenes?
0: Well, we did talk about that opening scene with the kitten yeah and her handing it to the zombie because well, you think graveyard. it's really
1: nice and sweet yeah and then... she's like handing it to this fucking zombie hand like <laughs> i was like instantly on board right yeah there. i know
0: me too me too but i also thought it was funny right after that scene there was another a car went into a ditch right and i was like both what? of these
1: movies have that Yeah, i
0: was like that was how the other movie started right so i thought that was that was really funny that's true. Yeah.
1: Probably in the same time frame too, like right at the beginning of the movie, like
0: Yeah. Yeah, it really was. It was like the same it was about Wouldn't the same. Would it be same. funny
1: if they both crashed at the same time? If you played them simultaneously? Oh my god, <laughs>
0: let's let's look that up right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's nobody cares.
1: But yeah, she the the reason the car like crashes off the road is cuz somebody pushed a barrel down the road in front of her and she's like trying to make it to Nordens She's going to be like a nanny for the demon child, I guess. Mm-hmm. Rosalie, which which the father hates nervous women. He makes it very clear in the very beginning. You're clear. not a nervous woman, are you? Um, and she's like,
0: what? We're really watching a lot of women hating movies. I
1: know, <laughs> dude. Like, what is the 70s about? Beating the shit out of yeah. women or what?
0: Get in your place and get back in the kitchen.
1: Maybe that's why I like the 70s. Seven- no, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're out of control. So she crashed her car and, the, the, and then and then she she couldn't get the car started so then she ended up at the neighbor's house
1: the the Nordens neighbor yeah, yeah. who's this old lady who hates the Nordens apparently but when she arrives to the house they're like the worst greeters in the fucking world to this woman who's like traveled literally walked out through the middle of the woods of the night by Dang. herself to get to this house and like watch their kid, and they're just like so ungrateful. Except for Len, the fa the son who's just has no emotion. <laughs> it's really weird. He's just mean looking. Like they're just so not welcoming. I don't know what it is. I I, I don't know. I would have been like, yeah, I, I've changed my mind. I'm gonna go uh, fare the uh, wilderness here. So
0: thank you, thank you guys. <laughs>
1: fuck your child.
0: <laughs>
1: well, I mean, I don't mean fuck it, but you know, what I
0: mean. <laughs> forget
1: your child.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: I, well, I wanted to be clear, like, Jesus. Um, by the way, the dad looks like Matlock in the TV show.
0: Oh, my God, I remember he paused. It was like, that's Matlock. And I was like, what? No, it's not. So he had to pull up a picture of Matlock so we could compare.
1: I was like, that's Matlock right there. <laughs> he looks like Matlock. I'm probably too and old to be fucking spouting that kind of fucking every shit. Every anyway. old
0: white man looks like Matlock.
1: <laughs> no, I don't know about that.
0: Yes.
1: But there was that scene when they're all sitting down, like, rosalie the father len and the nanny and the father mr norton tells the story about this family who stirred he she was he was like careful about don't uh, pick the oleander flowers out there they're poisonous He's like in fact there was a story where this old family around here took a fucking oleander branch and stirred their stew with it poisoned the hell out of everyone she's like well oh, that's terrible. What happened to them? And he's like, well, they died.
0: <laughs> and then the, the kid started laughing. They both started yeah, laughing. and then he started laughing.
1: And it's like, uh, yeah, you guys are fucking sick fucks. Like, what's going on? It's not that funny. It's like three minutes of laughing.
0: <laughs>
1: and then the next thing, it's like, meanwhile, zombies are lurking about, like, in the woods. They show it a couple of times. You know, they use the same footage back to back.
0: Right, they did. Like,
1: two minutes apart. <laughs> That's just so funny. Probably killing wildcats or something, you know, because the, he says that, oh, it's probably, she's like, it's probably a wildcat. And then she <laughs> stumbles upon a wildcat torn, torn apart. Right. And it's like, well, if the wildcats are getting killed, what the fuck is out here?
0: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the zombies show up to her house, Mrs. Whitfield. Mm hmm. And then she goes down the stairs and she's like, leave me alone. She gets dragged down the stairs by a zombie and then sits up with her face all chewed off. The
0: creepy hand pops up underneath the the staircase. Which it looked cool. Yeah, it did look cool.
1: I I like it.
0: Her death scene was really cool, too.
1: Right. There was also a scene where Alicia um, is actually like walking around in the fog. Right. It's, like, really creepy in the music. And it's, like, she's walking really slow. Mm. And I thought they did a really good job. For someone that didn't know what they were doing, like, it's so good. Right. Like, that is hard to do, like, in a movie. Like, how many movies have we seen that are just shitty little fucking movies that don't have any atmosphere whatsoever? We just make fun of it. Exactly. This one pulled it off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's why I give it so much credit. But Alicia, the Danny, she finds out that Rosalie is sneaking out at night, going to the cemetery to play with her friends. And she's like, nuh-uh, it's to see my mom. (laughs) Which the nanny is like, she's not there anymore. Rosalie says, oh yeah? Where is she?
0: (laughs) For like a half hour.
1: (laughs) She's like on the swing, right? And she's like laughing about it or whatever.
0: Was that before or after the Halloween scene?
1: I think it's before. Yeah, because he they killed the gardener, remember, with the shotgun?
0: Oh, right. Okay. So the hol- The
1: zombie grabs the shotgun and shoots him.
0: Right, and then a scarecrow popped up, too, there. It was like, what? Yeah. That was weird. I didn't get the scarecrow Why are parts. they
1: wearing a scarecrow mask? There was,
0: like, two scarecrow parts, which didn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, I didn't understand. Maybe she was making a scarecrow kill people, too.
0: Yeah, I think so, which, yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe the scarecrow didn't... just came to life.
1: Right, like, I don't know if it was just, like, her powers making it come to life and kill. Maybe that's what it was. It and wasn't the, a zombie. But why the
0: fuck would there be a scarecrow? I didn't see a farm anywhere.
1: They didn't even point it out anywhere, at any point, anywhere in the right. fucking movie it so who knows it's a little confusing right first movie thing you know they just didn't think about it there's a scene where like the dad is yelling it at, at Rosalie too because like the nanny's like hey she's been walking around at night and he's like what am I supposed to do about it you know like like he doesn't care and then he approaches Rosalie and he's like I want you to not go out to the, the cemetery and she's like you can't make me
0: <laughs>
1: and then and then like tells him that like you know some ass whooping shit like she says some stuff that would deserve a ass whooping right. that i would have as a child if i would have spoke out to my dad like that especially in the 30s think right. about that and he's just like well i don't want to corrupt her mind like we're in 2020 or something like that <laughs> <laughs> like he had the thought back then that <laughs> back then it was child whooping days
0: did the dad die around there
1: uh they don't show his death
0: yeah it was they Had to do something with his eye.
1: I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah,
0: I don't remember either, but I, I just remember seeing
1: it. him fall down when the nanny's like going somewhere
0: mm-hmm. when they're
1: trying to get Rosalie or something like that or escape the zombies or whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. There was like a weird scene, too, where she chases after uh, Rosalie and she's like dancing with the scarecrow.
0: Yeah, it was weird. And yeah, this is about the time. But it's a
1: dream. Remember, it's a dream. It's just yeah. a dream. Like what? That was an odd choice.
0: Yeah. It was the, yeah. Again, the scarecrow. And then all of a sudden, like, now you don't even see Rosalie until, like, the end of the movie. Well, yeah. It's weird. And,
1: and Len is, like, kind of smells something afoot, too, and he, mm-hmm. he he's kind of, like, in on it to help the nanny, because, like, it's weird that they decided that he knew about this whole thing the whole time, that she was playing yeah. with, like, zombies or something like that, and he didn't even care.
0: It seems... Until it started affecting him.
1: Right. And then they were in love or something like that. I don't even know what the fuck, dude. But Len and the nanny try to escape, and they wreck because someone threw a rock through the fucking window, which is fucking crazy. And then they can't start it, of course, you know, for right. that horror trope. And like six blue, black, white painted zombies surround them and start rocking the they, car. Like,
0: charge the car. Yeah.
1: Until until he, he accidentally pushes the car horn, and the zombies apparently hate car horns, I don't know Which why. Is, yeah, weird. So they can escape. They use it to escape. He jams the key in the car horn, and then they run to a, like a nearby uh, woodmill or something.
0: Yeah, they're like, we got to get to the shed. Let's get to the shed. I don't think it was
1: a shed. It was like a factory where they made stuff, like a work factory. Oh, okay. Seemed like to me anyway. Well,
0: they said shed. He said, we have to get to the shed." Yeah,
1: but I mean, if you look, but, at, I mean,
0: yeah, it looks if like you, you look inside, through.
1: it looked like there was machine parts and stuff all over the place. Right. Shed or not. Like, if it is a shed, it's got a lot of big stuff in there. Right. But, you know, they try to escape, but they don't. Of course, they get chased and attacked by multiple zombies while the nanny, of course, seems to fuck everything up and become
0: completely useless.
1: <laughs> Way to live it up for the ladies. <laughs> God. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like, it just makes you angry. Well, like I
0: even wrote down, I didn't like how they made her seem so weak. She was so weak. And yeah. he had to save her.
1: She was just panicking the whole fucking yeah, time. Yeah, she was
0: just panicking.
1: Like, truly hammering home the useless women's stereotype. Totally. But, the, but it's cool, though, because, like, you know, the zombies, it does add attention to it because she's not helping. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... By the time she does realize how to take care of herself, it's, like, too late. Yeah. And he dies because of it.
0: brother died. Len. Right. But
1: but they have... it's. it's, Like I said, that's where I saw the paint against their bodies, the the zombie bodies, because he's, like, smashing their heads and, like, jamming their eyes with, like, things through the hole or whatever. Right.
0: That one scene where the axe went through the zombie head was really cool.
1: Yeah, dude. There was a scene, too, before they get to the shed that I forgot to mention, where... He's got a gun or something, doesn't he? He shoots. He's going to shoot him right? or he hits him with a pipe. That's what it is. And they yank the pipe out and throw it like he, <laughs> he like Steven Seagal zombie, like fucking yanks <laughs> it out of his hand.
0: <laughs>
1: I thought it was funny.
0: And then when the brother died, didn't um his head get ripped open?
1: Yeah, there's like there was this really kind of cool scene where they had the zombie looking through like a hole in the wall.
0: Oh yeah! When
1: there's all surrounding it, <laughs> oh and it's like a human eye, it doesn't. Even <laughs>
0: it doesn't even
1: <laughs> feel like a they zombie. They should
0: contacts in like, yes. this movie. <laughs> yeah, they didn't.
1: I'm sure they didn't have it back then, right? Um, but yeah, he like jams like a spike into the guy's eye. <laughs> but it's like a really cool scene. It kind of also reminded me of the Blind Dead movies
0: uh-huh.
1: from those times, like with the zombies and stuff, because they look all like weird and slow and shit, but they're powerful, I guess. Um, then there's other ones that pour up through the floor. And I'm thinking like, God damn, this movie is weird. Like, mm-hmm. it's just kind of it's kind of cool, though, because they're coming up out of everywhere. And they, that's where they suck Len into the floor. Mm-hmm. And he's like, help me, help me. And she's just like cowering uh, in the corner like I an idiot. I don't know what to do. And then she just like touches his arm. Like, how's that helping him?
0: She's not even, like, pulling him. Yeah, like,
1: get behind, get some fucking science behind it and try to help (laughs) him up. He's getting fucking taken down through the fucking floor, dude.
0: (laughs) And then, out of nowhere, Rosalie, the child, appears.
1: Right, she comes in through the door.
0: Right. And she's all zombie-faced. No. Isn't she?
1: No, 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 no.
0: Oh, I'm thinking because then the nanny asks her. She acts her in the face.
1: Yeah. Which is just pretty much like they painted her face. Right. Like, there's That's no gash. There's nothing. But she takes an axe. She's waiting for whoever to come through. She I mean, I think she thinks it's a it's a fucking zombie. zombie.
0: Yeah.
1: But Len had already told her that it's Rosalie bringing the zombies back to life and that those are her friends during all this bullshit. So he's known about it the whole fucking time, like I mentioned. And then she swings and hits the child in the head. And, and it's almost like she feels bad that she did, but it stops everything. Right. Right. And then the child, like, looks all stupid and falls
0: Ooh. down. Yes, that was that was pretty bad. She, like, closed her eyes, and then she opened them again. And then she, like, closed and then slouched over. I thought it right. was funny. And then, boom, the end. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, just
1: credits instantly. Yeah. But still, like, there's so many really cool things in this movie. Like, I really like. Like, yeah, I can point out all the stupid stuff, but it's just, like, amateur whoa shit, you know? Right. Like, from the 70s, even. Like, think about that. An amateur made this movie. Right. You know, and was able to pull off some of the chops of like people like Sam Raimi almost. Right. Before Sam Raimi. Right. I mean, I know that I'm being a little overdoing it there, but I'm just saying like that's the vibe I got.
0: Right. And it it makes you think about the movies that are out now and they're not. And they're they're not even anywhere as good. Well, but I think there's movies out like this now, but they're not. They're not doing good. People aren't seeing them.
1: Maybe. I mean, I, don't, I think the, I think what happens is, is over the decades, styles of shooting change. Right. So techniques and things that people use from, you know, you can see like an early 80s film and go, OK, that's totally like a 70s fi, uh, style technique that they're using in the set like in the 80s. Right. That they got an inspiration from from some older thing in the 70s or whatever like that. Or, like, that's 80s in the 90s. Like, they, there's always that that change. And then there's, like, the 90s film. You're like, oh, that's totally 90s. <laughs> like, we watched fucking Night of the Living Dead, 1990, by Tom Savini. And uh, we were like, oh, this is totally 90s. Totally 90s. But it's done in, like, an 80s way as right, well. Right. You know what I mean? So, because it was on the cusp.
0: Right. 1990.
1: So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But I don't know. I think you guys should check them out just for fun. If you got the time anyway, check them out. They're on YouTube. Check them out. Check them out. Check them out. Books. Check them out. Um, but yeah, that's it, guys. That's it for our child. Children of the mind episode. Is that what we're going to call it?
0: Children of the mind. No.
1: Children of the mind.
0: Power. Power.
1: Our children of with mind powers.
0: Yeah, that, that would work. That works.
1: Children with mind power? Something like that. I don't know.
0: Stupid bitches with mind power.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Stupid bitches that screech and (laughs) flail their arms about for no reason. (laughs) Thanks for helping out. Thank you for letting me die. (laughs) Anyway, guys, thank you so much for coming by each week. If you have uh, been following, um, we were... I'm pretty sure I've got a grave plots for you this week. If not, I will let you know because I'm trying to get a trailer together for this grave plots and it's been a little difficult to do with this particular story in my mind like i haven't been able to paint it in my head even
0: quarantine doesn't help either
1: no it doesn't it (laughs) makes you lazy i guess um but yeah if we do not post the grave plots you'll either get a trailer on thursday of the movie that we're going to be talking about for the grave plots next week or we'll give you two movies that we're going to talk about and then the grave plots will follow it the next week So but uh, thank you guys so much. I would love to hear what you guys thought about these movies in the comment section down below on any of our social media or even in the uh, website. You can always comment and sign up for our website uh, to get notifications on news and, you know, new episodes and stuff. Or you can sign up for our vip club where we usually do give away uh free movies we've kind of taken a backseat to that right now because of the pandemic and stuff but
0: i don't want to go to the post office that's why
1: she doesn't want to keep (laughs) going back and forth to it so we're going to wait a little bit and then we'll we'll pump out some really good gifts uh for people uh in the future so i apologize if we've taken longer than usual it's just unusual circumstances currently and uh, we'll get back to normal here in a little while to get you guys out some goodies. But uh, maybe we could even do, like, a gift card or something in the future or something instead so that you don't have to go. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, guys, thanks for coming by this week. Uh, we'll see you next week with a brand new episode. And as always,
0: long live the voice.